On today's episode of the Wave Podcast, we wrap up the Super Bowl. Super Bowl's coming on. The Chiefs have officially won Super Bowl 57. We give a recap of the game. We break down what we thought, what we saw, uh, the stories of the game. Pat Mahomes really didn't play like Superman, but they got the job done. Chiefs O-line balled out. Jalen Hurts balled out. Isaiah Pacheco's a dog. Travis Kelsey is a dog. Really just a great game. Everything that we could have wanted out of the Super Bowl. We say goodbye to the NFL season for 200-something days until it comes back. Also, we talk about Rihanna, halftime show. We thought she killed it. We love Rihanna. She has bangers, still does. She's still the best. Uh, We talk about her halftime show a little bit more than we maybe anticipated. Moving on from the Super Bowl, we have to talk Ravens. Uh, Ravens have an offensive coordinator now, Todd Munkin being brought in for the position from Georgia. We talk about how we feel about the hire, what we think this means for the team. And we also, unfortunately, have to talk about Lamar. A lot of Lamar talk on this episode. Uh, His contract's still up in the air. His future with the team, frankly, is still up in the air. We don't really know what's going on. We got some tweets from Jeff Zerebek today that really don't make us feel good. Uh, But we get into it. We talk about it all. Um, And hopefully, but not probably, uh, we want this all to be over soon. Um, Unfortunately, it doesn't look like that, though. So without further ado, here we go. Episode 41. Welcome back to the Wave Podcast. Today is Friday, February 17th, 2023. Uh, Scott, a little bit somber today because football is officially over. I feel like um, I've feel like i been on a deployment and I'm home. I've been through war this year emotionally, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Almost, well, no, no, no. Hold on. Time out. Can I restart that? The last two seasons, I think, have – I'll say this. Being a Caps fan, being like a Cap fan is kind of notoriously like you just – it just hurts, right? It's just pain. Sure. Like, at least with being a Caps fan, like, there was that like, oh, well, let's wait till May. We know what's going to happen. And it happened. Where with the Ravens, like, there was a period where you kind of like, man, this franchise is elite. And then, like, the injuries have happened. It's just, like, things haven't gone our way, and it hurts. It's just – it's been a tough two years, and it's going to get yeah. worse. Yeah, I mean, I can't relate because the year that I became a Caps fan, we won the Cup. Uh, so I can't relate to that. But No, you became a Caps fan, like, the day before they won the Cup. So you can sit on it. But... <laughs> no, no. I, I I got on during that uh, that Pittsburgh series. So yeah. I was there. Was, I was, was, I was there. I was there for can the run. Do, can we do an episode where we walk through each game of that cup series, please? Because sure. I remember every game and like my emotions and where I was. Yeah, I, yeah. Why not? That would be fun. What? I might watch the highlights from that cup run tonight before I go to bed. Just give me a little give me a little serotonin boost. I'm probably gonna end up watching the uh the 2012 Super Bowl tape for the next oh, okay. Until when is March 7th? However many days that is. Will we, will we ever look up Lamar videos again? 
yeah, if anything, I'm going to do that more now than I did before. <laughs> How but, you doing? Other than, other than, I'll be honest, I saw you today at a point in the group, the, the Twitter group chat that, that I was a little concerned. How are we doing, dude? I've reached, I've reached a, a low point that I haven't been at in roughly five years now. You, you um, haven't, it was weird. Like that tweet that you got upset about, I didn't think would be the one that made you like tip over the edge, but like what was, was so funny, what's so funny is that within a 20 hour period, you and George told me the off season hadn't started yet. You need to chill out, right? The off season still has not happened yet. And you were, you were right where I was. <laughs> it was quite a swing. Um, no, that, that Jeff Z tweet, and we'll get into it once we get into it, but mm-hmm. That Jeff Z tweet, man, it was just the straw that broke the camel. It was a tough one. Like it was yeah. the, it was the especially because, yeah. especially because, like I put more into what he says than some of mm-hmm. these guys, like Fowler and Jordan yeah. Schultz. He's and, actually covering the team, and like, right, he's covering the team. He act, like he's somebody that I believe has sources in the building, and if not, he's at least hearing shit from the building. So yeah. I, I, I put more stake into the shit that he says. Yeah, and to see him like that, that thread of him basically just saying like, yeah, they're not close and it's probably not going to end how most people want it to end. And it's just that, that to me was like, okay, my optimism was misplaced and you know, I was wrong to think like that. And, and we're just well, no, 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 we're, no. You're wrong to think like that. It was just, to me, the writings have been on the wall for so long, dude. And yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you. And I, I always, I always knew that I was just kind of hoping that like, it was just fan shit and media fodder. And the, at the end of the day, the, the, the people who get paid to do this shit would get it right. And I mean, yeah. and, and I hate to even think this way, maybe they are getting it right, but and like, listen, it just listen. sucks. And when I think the tag will get put on them and it'll be just like, okay, yeah. I will say regardless. Cause I've been reading a couple of tweets from people that are like, Hey, there were sources that said that like Lamar, beginning of this season was open to playing on the tag the next season. I don't want, I don't want it. I don't want Lamar under for, a tag for either, for either party's sake, like for the I team or for Lamar individually. I want, I want none of it. I, no. I want this saga to be dealt with by the middle of, by draft before draft night. I want it. I want it figured out before March 7th when free agency starts. Like I want it signed, sealed, yeah, delivered, want, whether it's one side it, or the other. Yeah. I want it figured out tomorrow. Because either I'm no longer a Ravens fan or I'm a Ravens fan again, which great. But like, I'm not kidding. When that day comes, if they do trade him or they, God for, they would never. But if they like, they just don't do anything. They just let him like walk out the building. That's not going to happen. But like, if it's a trade, it will be one of the most demoralizing days, not of my life, but of like my sport watching career of your career my career being a sport fan it would just be dude it would just i thought of it today when we were like typing back and forth and i and i remembered the feeling i had when we were watching the cincy game in the playoffs i shot you i shot you a text and they were playing well but i was like in my back of my head i was like i i wish lamar was on this team like Mm, yeah and it just sucks man it sucks it's it's absolutely miserable and i'm sure we're gonna get into it a little bit more once we actually start talking about the ravens um which surprisingly that's not what we've been doing to this point um but like i said we'll get to it when we get to it how are you doing scott how have you been since we we last hopped on these these uh these airways and 
talk some shit. How have you been doing over the last week? Good, dude. You know, it's, it's, it's mid-February. It's just not a lot of life going on. But, I mean, the weather has been nice, which has felt great. I've been working out a bunch, been feeling good, dude. Like, I'll be honest, I feel about as good as I – almost as good as I did when we were working out a bunch that one spring of 2020 or 2021, mm-hmm. I guess. No, that was 2020. It was we started it during uh, during COVID that summer. No, I know, but I'm saying I think it carried over. We like stopped around like halfway through the spring summer of 2021, and at that point, I think I was. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. It all blurs together. Yeah, but needless to say, I feel about as the same. Not quite as strength wise back to where I was because it's not quite there yet. But I feel body wise, I feel good, dude. Other than that, been awful. But other than other than like life itself, I'm great. But but, you know, sport wise, life is just awful. Yeah, no, I feel that, man. Um, sports wise, football wise. Um, like I said, season's over. Well, Everybody... time out. You've had a tough week, dude. The, the Eagles lost in the Super Bowl, which is your team. And now Lamar's leaving. This is tough, dude. I'm sorry that that wasn't nice. Not all today. While, I, while I'm down. Yeah, I'm sorry. Now, time out. Time out. When I was down yesterday. You boys were throwing haymakers on me in the group chat. So, so I think I owe no, one. You or know two. this? No, and no, when no, that no. Comes, when Lamar gets traded. You boys better be ready for my wrath. You better no, you, be ready. Scott, you know this about me. I can only dish and I can't take it. Okay, well, you yeah, know this. Yeah, we we all knew that. But like, <laughs> like you just you and Georgie better be ready for when when he gets traded. I'll let I'll let it settle. I'll let it settle because I'll be sad. Like I won't have the energy to like be like shitting on you guys but when it gets like mid-june orioles are playing good oh it'll be vicious i'll be nasty that's okay you guys won't be able to locate me on a map so I'm no, gonna we won't have to worry phone. about that just steal your phone to make sure i put on the find my friends and this just no i'm not gonna have i'm not gonna have my phone i'm gonna turn into jason Bourne and go off the grid <laughs> uh oh. but but anyway super bowl happened last week super bowl 57 a remarkable football game. dude what a what a wow. great game. Like yeah. everything that I could have possibly wanted out of that Super Bowl is exactly what we got. We got a shit yeah. ton of points. We yep. got the Eagles losing, which was great. We got don't look at me like that. We got not only not only like Pat Mahomes didn't play Superman, which I was very vocal about saying like if the Chiefs wanted to win that game, he was going to have to do. And like he didn't. He just he was very precise and surgical didn't turn the ball over. Uh, it was just, it was such a fun game to watch. Uh, I saw a lot of people kind of complaining, maybe not complaining, but talking about the, um, talking about the commercials about like how as a whole, they weren't, I don't remember one. I remember a couple, um, but mainly because like, I saw them on Twitter before the game, like the, the ones, the ones that, the ones that I remember vividly are. Uh, the, the, the Tubi commercial that caused everyone in America to have a heart attack, which we, we did freak out. Yeah um the uh the popcorners commercial with brian cranston and aaron paul i didn't see that the uh the the breaking bad one you don't remember that bro i'm telling you i don't remember one oh. and then uh the miles teller and uh kaylee teller bud light commercial those are the three that i like distinctly remember other than you that know that because he's a philly guy <sighs> no i remember that because top gun maverick is one of my favorite movies of all time it's real good Really? I watched it. I watched it again last night. It's a remarkable film. Anyway, no, I saw saw a lot of people just saying that, like, as a whole, the commercials weren't up to par. I guess they sucked. No, they sucked. Which, hey, I'll trade 
good commercials for a good game any day. I think the Super Bowl commercial oh, yeah, no, is no the question. dumbest thing ever. I think it's just stupid. No question. Uh, I don't know. I thought I didn't think they were bad. I mean, there have been better commercials in the past, but I didn't think they were terrible. Um, but the game itself, man, yeah, incredible game. Incredible perfect, game. Perfect was, football game. Yeah, without question. What was the final score? 38-35? Is that it? Is that thought, it? Yeah, 38-35. Yes. Yeah. 38-35, uh, Chiefs win, obviously. Uh, I think the, the the biggest story of the game, like I said, you know, Mahomes really didn't play Superman. Like, he didn't light it up. He didn't throw for 300 he yards or whatever. Tough. He made big plays and big moments, high leverage moments. That He definitely made the play when you needed him. Like, uh, I think it was – Multiple plays. Right, right. I can't remember if it was in the first half or the second half, but uh, that, like, 20-yard run that he had to get him in the inside the 10. Oh, that was in the fourth. Yeah, right, okay. That was unreal. Like yeah. he was, it looked like he was running in slow motion, but still like pulling away from guys. Yeah, that was incredible. But to me, like the biggest thing that I took away from the game was the fact that Philly's pass rush, one of the best pass rushes in the league, non-existent, zero sacks the and, like, entire they day. Get, they didn't even really get pressure the whole no. Day. They, like they were nowhere. I mean, in which, like, as a fan, I don't care because I want. And the Super Bowl, dude, I want points. I want I want mayhem. I want what we got. And so I don't care, which we talked about today in the group chat, that, like, it doesn't matter, dude. It does not no. matter how good your defense is when you go up against a Pat Mahomes and a Jalen Hurts, obviously. Um, you're, you're, they're going to score points. It's just, it's just the fact of the matter. Um, especially in, like, a game like the Super Bowl. Like, it's one thing to play them in, like, week 12. Yeah, you're going to win a game maybe or, or, you know, but you're getting their best that day to win, to to move on essentially. So it's like in the playoffs come Super Bowl, you got to put up points. And if you don't, you're going to lose. And unfortunately, the game was lost because of a holding penalty essentially. But I digress. I It sucks because it was the right call. Like it, it was an yeah. essence of a role. It was the correct call. It just sucks that like. It, it, happened. it happened when it did. Yeah. No, it just sucks that it just happened. Like you're kind of just like, damn, like. And I saw I saw a lot of a lot of people, mainly Philly fans, complaining about that. And I'm like, look, Bradbury came out and said I tugged his jersey. Yeah. Oh, I I if that was the Ravens, I'd be absolutely pissed. Um, but I mean, Bradbury said, you know, I I was just kind of hoping that they would let it ride. And I get it. Like they didn't they they were really letting the boys play all day, which which as a fan, like that's great. Like you want them to be play physical, play handsy, you know what I mean? Um it's just, yeah, like you said, it came at a really shitty time. And in that situation, yeah, I'd like to see them kind of let it play. But, I mean, Bradbury said it, it's the right call. He held him. I, I like, like I personally think it was the right call. There's a there's a shot from, like, the, the pylon, basically, yeah. where it shows Juju kind of pivoting and heading he out. Him. He has and him. Bradbury's got his jersey. It's very clear. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the right call. It's just it sucks that it happened when it happened. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean – Orlando Brown tweeted it after the game. Uh, zero sacks, put it on a fucking T-shirt. Shout out to him. That was pretty cool to see him get a ring. Um, also, huh. Huh. I, oh, shut up. Uh, also, I don't know if you heard this, but apparently uh, some of the guys from Barstool, Big Cat mainly, the, the part of my take guys, they went to a stand-up comedy show in Phoenix on Friday night, and the Chiefs' entire offensive line was there. I think uh, I think it was actually I think it was Burt Kreischer. I don't know if you you've heard of him. Um, 
apparently the Chiefs' entire offensive line was there. And Big Cat very famously had a future on the Eagles. And if the Eagles won the game, Big Cat would have won like 200 grand. So Big Cat has been like a huge Philly guy throughout the entire playoffs. Oh, no. And he said, he was like, yeah, I had, I had, uh, admittedly, I had a few things to drink and I started barking at the, at the chief's offensive line. <laughs> and apparently he was like, yeah, the dogs are coming. Dogs are coming. <laughs> and then Orlando Brown just tweeted at him after the game, a picture of him holding the Lombardi, which that was, that was pretty great. That is pretty funny. But yeah, man, shout out to the chief's offensive line. Zero sacks allowed against a front that had what? Four guys that had 10 sacks on the year. That's yeah, pretty big fucking deal, bro. That has so many sacks. Ravens haven't had that. I don't think the Ravens have had ten sacks combined with from their one guy. From no, just period. The last like eight years. Since no, just no, no. Justin Houston had ten, nine and a half this year. Your your boy Yoda. Sorry, EDC masterclass. I trust. Him. <laughs> Uh, what else happened in the game? Like I said, Mahomes really well, wasn't. Rihanna crazy. happened. Rihanna happened. Yeah, let's let's talk about that real quick. Give me a letter grade. How a, a plus. An A, as Michael Scott says, an A plus plus. Uh, yeah, I don't get me wrong. You saw me reacting during the show. Loved Rihanna. I am a huge Rihanna guy. I thought the performance. Go up to Jake's room and get the socks and the lotion for. Hey, a whoa, hey, hey, easy. I wasn't until after. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> no, I'm a huge Rihanna guy. I fucking, I thought she killed it. I thought it was awesome. Uh, I mean, obviously she was pregnant. So like you couldn't do all like the extravagant yeah. shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I think was a lot of people's like, not complaint, but biggest <laughs> drawback. But no, I I'd say it was a solid B plus performance. The biggest oh. thing that I took away from the halftime show was that Rihanna was basically saying like, Hey, I might've not put out any new music in seven years outside of the black show outside of the black panther song but i still got bangers yeah and that's dude, exactly she, she every song she played i was like todd even kind of said he was like damn she has hit after hit like it's bangers just, yeah not just not just like like good like oh yeah that's a good song because like and if you're going to the super bowl you have to have some bangers you got a pretty solid catalog yeah but like every song she put out i was like i was like oh damn yeah she did do that song um she's awesome i love rihanna and i've loved her since day one yeah, I agree, man. Me too. Next year, who would who would your top three candidates be to do the halftime show? Super Bowl's in Vegas next year. Okay, so you have to have one. I feel like is going to happen anytime is Bieber. Bieber has to happen. Um, Bruno would be really dope. Um, unfortunately, I feel like Taylor Swift's coming up soon, and she can officially do it because she had a contract with. Um, She's got that Coca Cola deal, and now it's sponsored by Apple Music. The yeah. Show. Yeah, well, yeah. I have a feeling it'll either be her, her Bieber Bruno would be. I would be fine with either of those three. What you can't do is like every once in a while they like to like cater to like the old crowd. Now nah, screw that. I don't, I don't. I don't need to be seeing I, rep up in there. I, <laughs> no. I agree. I will say though, the last couple of years, I feel like they're kind of moving away from that. Like, yes, you know what I mean, which is great. And I think the last couple of years, like this year, was great. Last year's. I, a lot of a lot of old whites, presumably, hey, didn't hey. enjoy it, but I loved it. Or is it just we're getting old, and like we're now fitting into that? Like, no, we're not. It? No, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. I right. mean, the fucking the Who did one like ten years ago. Like, we're, we're not. 
Right. We're not there no. yet. No, uh, I see what you're saying. I see. What you're I think. Saying. I think. I think Taylor Swift is definitely on the table in the next few years. Which, I mean, we all know how I feel about Taylor Swift, so we don't really have to go there. I just don't know if she has like Super Bowl halftime energy. No, I was just about to say I love Taylor. She's one of my favorite. I think she's incredible. She doesn't have halftime show music like she doesn't. She doesn't have right. That. Like she's got she's got a couple like bangers, but I feel like a lot of her shit is just kind of like man poppy, like mush sort of. Like it's the same with like, and he has a little bit to go, but like Harry doesn't have any halftime worthy music. Right, he's still young, and like he could get some out there, but like. I don't think he would ever like get considered unless it was played in a specific city. But I think post Malone would be a really, really good halftime. Perfect. Yeah. And I mean, we've, you and I, you and I have seen him and he's like very capable of putting on a great show. I just don't know if he would get the kind of draw that a Super Bowl halftime would want. You know what I mean? Kristen just said, Kristen just said Lil Nas. I don't know if he's if his catalog is like bangers. No, no, no. I know. I just don't know if it's like deep enough. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if he's got. I don't know if he's got like enough songs to do a halftime show. Dude, he has a bunch. Yeah, but like I like. Hey, I don't. Now we're talking. That would be awesome. George would. I think George would have to watch it in private. Yeah, hundred percent. I also, but like she's another one. I don't know if she could she carry an entire yeah. halftime show just on her own. You know what I mean? That's why I think, like, dude, Lil, Lil Nas could do it. I'm gonna pull up some. I'm gonna pull up a couple of his songs here. I don't know. I don't know if he could do it on his own. Maybe, but I but like then in that way, bring in some folks. Right? Yeah. Sure. Off of my uh, off my Spotify, I like seven songs by him. Right, but that's what I mean though. Like Rihanna's got forty that everybody likes like i feel like lil nas S- is very niche in a way whereas like yeah. you need you need somebody more mainstream than that i think i think he's capable of getting there at some point i just don't think he's there yet his newest song star walking is insane i don't think i've heard it oh. but that's what i that's what i mean dude like especially if dallas ends up ho- hosting another super bowl anytime soon not- oh they have though right they have yeah. uh um uh i think the the first super bowl that they hosted was um Packers Steelers when when the Packers mm-hmm. won way back when beautiful day. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I would love to see Post do it. I think Beebs is pretty soon. I think that's coming. I think Beebs is coming big time soon. I think I think it's just a matter of time because like he's kind of started to get his life figured out a little bit. Like he's kind of off that like there was yeah. a period where Bieber was kind of like unanimously hated a little bit when all yeah. he did was yeah drove when, really he, when he was just a fuck up. Yeah, like he was just a kid with a lot of money. Like I don't know, like he was just acting out. Like I don't know. But yeah, like people hated him, and then now it's kind of he's, he's put out an album or two that's been like kind of notoriously, kind of universally liked. I mean, his newest album was just unbelievable. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, since since it's in Vegas next year, I would love you. You brought up Bruno Mars. I think Bruno does a lot of shows in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I think he might have a residency at one of the uh, one of the places out there i would love to see him and anderson pock do a, a halftime mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. they could do their silk sonic stuff but they yeah. also have a ton of stuff on their own that they could do like bruno yeah. could obviously carry it anderson pock's incredibly talented like anderson pock was yeah. playing the drums last year and in, in the in the halftime show for like for dre and snoop and all them and yeah. nobody talked nobody about it which i thought was him. insane oh he's insane dude he is wildly talented i would love to see those two do it but yeah, could, I think, uh, hey, could you? I mean, again, he could. He doesn't have enough known. But like Gambino would be dope. Hop right. in there, with Snoop. I, yeah, that that would be sweet. Oh, I just he's Bruno. 
he's another one that I just don't think he's got enough main. He doesn't have has enough bangers. He doesn't have enough like pop be appropriate right. bangers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, uh, to, to kind of put a bow on it, I thought Rihanna killed it. She was awesome. Played basically every song that I wanted her to play. Um, and you and I were kind of like waiting for her to bring out like Drake or Jay-Z or somebody. And she never did, which at first I was a little upset about, but I think that ultimately just made it better. Cause it was literally her up there doing all of her songs. And she was like, Hey, I got bangers. I got bangers and I don't need anybody else. out." Here. She said, she, she, she said, Hey, I don't need nobody. And I love yeah. that. Yeah. Shout out to Rihanna, man. That was, that was sure. fucking awesome. But to go back to the game, man, I mean, Mahomes finished. He was 21 for 27, 182 yards, three touchdowns. Um, Jalen Hurts, for as much as it sucked to see him perform in a losing effort, I mean, balled out. He like, played so good, dude. So well. Travis Kelsey even said today, he was like, or maybe it was yesterday, he was like, Jalen Hurts could have won the MVP even though they still lost. Like, that's how well he played. Jalen Hurts is going to make so much money. Yeah, he's a fucking dog, and he's going yeah. to get a that's, huge he, he is a dog. Like, he is a badass, like, there to yeah. win, doesn't care about when you. When you think six. Exactly. When you think of got that dog in him, Jalen Hurts is what comes to mind. Have you ever seen, like, a picture on Twitter now of, like, a chest x-ray? Now I'm waiting to look for a dog in someone's chest. Have you seen that meme going around where it was, like, yeah. the chest x-ray and the yeah. heart of the dog? I saw a picture of, like, a shot wound of a chest x-ray and i was like where's the dog at and i was like oh wait who is it who doesn't have the dog i was like oh someone got shot in the chest so you're just you're just so used to seeing that meme that you just expect every chest yeah. x-ray to have a dog in it me if i went and got like my chest looked at i'm waiting to look for i'll look for jim <laughs> that's hilarious uh but jalen hurts finished the game 27 38 304 yards passing and a touchdown and added on top of that 70 yards on 15 carries and three touchdowns. Like that's just, that's an incredible game. Yep. Yep. And he's awesome. Like that's, that's an incredible game for like week 10, let yeah. alone <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Yeah. As a, it's as funny, a what, third, third year player in the NFL. Like that's incredible. If you would have shown me the stat lines, even with the final score, I would have been like, oh, the Eagles won just right. by the facts of the quarterback play. And I'm not saying that Mahomes didn't play well which is the reason he made key plays and key moments. Um, not saying that hurts didn't, he made all the plays he needed to play um, or needed to make, but it was just, yeah, the game worked out how I did not think it was going to go. It was just kind of, as the game kept going on, I was like, all right, like too many things are going Philly's way. Like eventually it's good. Something's going to snap. And then they went up by 10 going into the fourth. Right. Uh, it was a 10-point lead at half that Philly had. I don't remember what it was at the end of the third quarter, but they were definitely up by 10 at half. Yeah, but I thought there was something that happened late in the game where you and I were both like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's the game. I don't know what happened, though. So going into the third quarter, it was 27-21. Or excuse me, going into the fourth quarter, it was 27-21. All right, so it was just a possession. Eh, all right. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean – like I said, 10 points at halftime. I think Philly is the second team in the Super Bowl era to give up a 10-point lead in the second half, which is kind of crazy. Um, also, I mean, we were just talking about Jalen Hurts. You want to talk about a dude who is a fucking dog? Isaiah Pacheco may be the fucking biggest Ooh. dog in the NFL. <laughs> now, I won't believe it, though, because I remember when Clyde Edward Hel uh, Hellaire? 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 Hellaire. Hellaire? Eli, um, yeah. He came onto the scene his rookie season, and he was a dog. And he kind of sucked ass after that. So it's like, 
Yeah, I guess. I don't know, dude. I love Pacheco. I love the way that he I runs. I think he's dynamic enough to to like. I think he plays. He's more suited than than he was. But yeah, I mean, he's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he was averaging like five yards a carry for the entire game on like fifteen or sixteen carries. Something disgusting. Like, and and he he ran for a touchdown. He caught a few passes. Like, he's a dog. Travis Kelsey is unstoppable. Like, I don't know if Philly just didn't cover him or like Travis Kelsey was shaking dudes or what, but. He had like 80 yards or something in a touchdown. He's incredible. He's you think he's you think he's the best tight end of all time, Travis Kelsey? Yeah. Yeah, he's better than Gronk. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's, he's an animal. He's insanity. So good. And he's like fun to watch too. Like, very rarely will you see a tight end. Tight end be fun. Gronk fun. was just like a boulder. He was like, blah, blah, blah. like, like, he, like he's gonna overwhelm you. Yeah, like like Kelsey's just good. Like he's like his route running is really good. He's good at blocking. He's good at catching. Like, I feel leader. like, I feel like talking about Travis Kelsey compared to Gronk, it's like Michael Scott talking about like, uh, what was he talking about? Like basketball. That's and what cool. was he comparing it to? Yeah. Bah, bah, yeah. He's like bah. It, it, smooth jazz. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas like Gronk is just like smack you in the mouth, like hard nose, just going to yeah. overpower you big hands, whatever. And yeah, Travis Kelsey is like route running, catching like intelligence, He's incredible, and he is so fun to watch. Yeah, he's all, he's he's so damn good. Um, now, Scott, stop me if you heard this before. Huh? A young quarterback gets weapons and takes a step. Where, oh, wow. where have we heard that before? I heard of that. I I definitely haven't seen it in Baltimore. No, certainly not. But uh, in Philly, they got a couple dudes. So Devontae Smith, seven catches, a hundred yards, pretty good. He's so good. He's so good, dude. And then AJ Brown, the guy that they go out and trade a first round pick for on draft night, hmm. six catches, 96 yards and a touchdown in the Super Bowl. But hey, we have um we have James Prochet throwing um a jump ball out to the back of the end zone. To Gus Edwards. And he's five foot four. <laughs> I Don't. Oh, I just felt my like my blood boiling thinking about that team. And the fact that Lacey the Costa blocked me on Twitter when I've never tweeted at them before is hysterical. Oh my god. She searched EDC and saw me just slandering her husband, calling him Jeff Bezos looking head ass or Q-tip looking head ass, and she got all upset. God. Your husband stinks at his job. God dang. That feel good to get it off your chest? Yeah, it did. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, <laughs> no, not really, actually. <laughs> All right, hold on. Save it for when we get to the Ravens. Um, <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> Casey, I mean, we just we just kind of talked about going into the into the fourth quarter, what the situation was. After half, obviously, like I said, 10-point deficit. They only punted one time in the second half. They were they were essentially perfect. No, they after were, halftime. They were, they were literally perfect. Literally perfection. Scored 24 points. Oh my in god. The, in the second half alone. In the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. Against scored the best 24 defense, points. Supposedly. Again, well, against the number one statistic, number one pass defense in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, good, good for the Chiefs, man. Like Obviously, we talked about it a, a ton last week, and you were all over the Chiefs. You loved them as a dog. You loved them from the jump. I was on Philly, but I was very clear. You know, when the most important position on the field is quarterback, 
and you got a guy like 15 playing quarterback for you, you have to weigh it a little bit differently. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, Mahomes, like I said, he wasn't Superman by any means, but when he needed to make the play, he made the play and he did it repeatedly. He was, he was Superman just getting the cat out of the tree. When you needed him, he got the cat out the tree and he saved the day in that moment. But it wasn't anything that was like, go kick up doomsday up into the sky and let him get hit by a nuclear missile. It wasn't anything like that. It was just, it was just good old fashioned Superman. Just good old Clark Kent. Good old. He's from Kansas city too. Wow. He is. You're right. Wow. How wow. has, how has nobody in the media run with that yet? Now yeah. that I think of it. Wow. I think, I think I, we need, I, we need to be I, the first ones. Yeah. Scott reported it first. Is Pat Mahomes Superman? I'm going to cut that so nobody steals that from us. But trademark, tra trademark, trademark, trademark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. That's it, man. Like, I mean, we we said it. It was a great Super Bowl. It was everything that we could have asked for. Uh, honestly, like, I, I don't really think there was anything else that I wanted, at least out of the game. Got everything. Got, got a well, feeling. Well, I would like one thing. I like for it's been the Ravens and Lamar Jackson wow. and Lombardi and, and flipping off Eric Acosta being like, I told you so. And I'm never coming back here. That would have been nice. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, how'd your bets do? Did your bets do? Did, did, did your bets do well on Sunday? I did awful. Kristen made way too much money, and I'm so mad. And you know what sucks? You know what sucks is I placed all of them on her account essentially, and and she did the Isaiah Pacheco one and the Pat Mahomes one, and and I did everything else. I did. I put in her Scotty Scheffler before the day started for the winning waste management. I did all these. I did great. And then my account, I just suck ass. It's insane. I do have a nice parlay running right now. Oh yeah. Nice right now. Yeah. yeah for yeah. for what? What sports? Um, it's uh it's hockey and one NBA. So I have uh, okay. Hurricanes money line, no, uh, and regulation. So it's two two. Sixty hockey. minute line. Yeah. Um, I have the Panthers who are beating the Caps right now. I knew that was gonna happen. Uh, they're up four one, and then I have the Bucks that are up ten, and then I have the Bruins um puck line, or I'm sorry, Predators. Oh shit. Puck line at two and a half plus two and a half. And they're down by one. Okay. Nice little parlay. So when our listeners are, are listening to the episode on Friday morning, they can go back and see how you did. I'm most likely going to be looking like Stephen A. Smith looking out the window when the next thing. <laughs> I am. Uh, my bets were not, not great. Not terrible. Um, I will say this Harrison Bucker. Uh, if I see you, it's on site because not only not only did he did he hit a fucking knuckleball to start the game, <laughs> he fucking doinked that kick. Yeah. And I, I had a plus seventeen hundred bet that would have cashed if he made that kick. Hmm. So I'm just I'm putting it out there now. If I ever run into Harrison Butker somewhere, it's it, he's catching hands. Yeah. I mean, I I, I it's fair. It's fair. <sighs> anyway, that being said, um the picks that you gave out on uh on your card that the intern put out, you were like six and one or something. Felt you good. Had, yeah. Yeah. You, you, uh, I mean, you hit, you hit a few, you hit a few good ones. So props to you. Thanks. And I mean, shout out to football football season's over. And now we, you know, we don't have football for 202 days. I need it. I need a break. I need I, Adley. Before we started, Adley posted a video on his Instagram about an hour before we started, which, which I'm going to call that a, a thirst trap, by the way, because oh. I got all sorts of riled up. Felt it in my plums. I felt it in my butt. Felt it everywhere. Yeah, every, every when I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. All right. 
Mouth started to get a little watery. Whoa. Goodness gracious. Um, yeah. I looked, I, over, I looked over at Jim and said. <laughs> I, uh, I definitely agree, man. I, I need a, a bit of a break from football. Like I'm already exhausted from all this off season Ravens shit. And, and it's not uh, even off season yet. <laughs> no, exactly. Like it's just, I'm so ready for all of this shit to just be done. And yeah, like you said, we're not even in the off season yet, but I mean, cheers to football. Great season. I enjoyed it a shit ton. Um, I know a lot of people didn't because, you know, points were down and some teams underperformed, but I will say that this, I was going to, the season did kind of suck. I'll be honest. Like, it just, I don't know. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the season. I thought it was a good season. I thought it was okay. I still think the most fun, and this might be a surprise, was the season of COVID. That year, I was a ravaged fan because we had nothing else. Yeah. And we were just deprived. We, yeah. It was kind of nice. <laughs> Yeah, we definitely. We had the Masters going on during football Sunday, which was just wow. Oh, I forgot about that. You're right. We did have we did have five under. We did have Masters golf and a in football like, Sunday. And like the Open was playing because they played everything in the fall. Yeah, that yeah, was awesome. yeah, yeah. That was great. That was a fun time to be a sports fan. Uh, but yeah, we're into the off season. I definitely need a break for sure. Um. But anyway, cheers to football. 202 days until she comes back. Yeah, I mean, hey, hey. It was it was nice. It was a nice little – and I'm afraid that come next season, Dante. We're going to be miserable? Well, no, because I'll be a fan of wherever Lamar goes. So I'll be, <laughs> I'll be fine. I'll be watching Carolina Panthers win a Super Bowl. I'll be fine. You're going to be staying up until 12 o'clock every night watching Seattle Seahawks stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah uh all right well that's a that's a pretty good segue into our ravens talk um so first order of business that i feel like we should talk about regarding the ravens we finally have an offensive coordinator and to no one's surprise scott hates it (laughs) not that i hate it i mean i hate it i just i just don't think it it doesn't to me, it doesn't mean anything unless Lamar's back. And if Lamar's not back, then this means nothing. And to me, personally, everyone – and then there was a Z-bomb earlier that was like, apparently Lamar wasn't involved, but whatever. That, to me, there's no chance Lamar goes, hey, I just watched the Super Bowl. I want the guy that's been in the NFL twice and has failed over the guy that just won his second Super Bowl in four years. There's zero chance that that's – and, and listen, you can say Lamar was involved, and if Lamar was involved, cool. But, like, obviously, they're not valuing his input because there's no chance Lamar is getting this guy over Eric Bieniemy. No chance. I didn't want Bieniemy until the Super Bowl, and then I watched the Super Bowl, and I was like, oh, I want him as my offensive coordinator. And he's not. And he's going to go to the Commanders, and then Lamar's going to get traded to the Commanders, and then he's going to win a Super Bowl. This is the worst moment ever oh if lamar goes to the commanders you're gonna you're gonna be a commanders fan oh one million percent oh that sucks one million percent i'm already wow, wow you're gonna have to root for a dan snyder led team well no he'll be gone by then <laughs> um yeah i mean <clears throat> obviously i i kind of wanted the enemy um i just don't know i don't know like the fact that we the fact that we signed todd munkin to be roc on the same day that Shane Steichen was announced as the Colts head coach yeah. tells yeah. me that we probably were more high on Brian Johnson than anybody else, which 
behind Bobby Slowick, he was the guy that one of the guys that I wanted from the jump. Um, so then he's why just gone with the enemy, though. If that was the case, like he clearly. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe Bienemy doesn't want to leave Kansas City. Like, I mean, now now we'll we'll see we'll see what happens with this Commanders interview. Um, if he goes to the Commanders, then I'm going to be really fucking pissed because if we hired Todd Bunkin over Eric Bienemy when Eric Bienemy was open to a lateral move to somewhere that wasn't Kansas City, even more so if it ends up being Washington, I'll be fucking livid. But if you're Eric Bienemy though, like, why would you leave Pat Mahomes? You know. Uh, and that's what I kind of maybe thought was going on because Reed is kind of seems like he's on the 18th grade, but I kind of feel like Reed's going to ride this thing out. Apparently, and, uh, Andy Reed has been telling people like, "I'm not going anywhere, man." Like, apparently, yeah, why would you? Why would you? Like, right? You got you got you got the next Tom Brady that is really Literally. good. Literally, you, they went through a soft reboot and they won a Super Bowl. Yeah, like Mahomes said, like they told me we were rebuilding and we won the Super Bowl. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just disgusting. Um, yeah. Another reason why, if you're Andy Reid, you just keep on because you just want a Super Bowl on, like, Mahomes' like, contract. Like, it's now on the extension, and yeah. you want a Super Bowl. You don't. You normally see one or two before the – like, you know what I mean? And then yeah. they pay them, and then you start seeing the Josh Allen effect, and and it doesn't work out. Um, yeah, Wait, dude. Was, was, was that a shot at Josh Allen? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I told you. I think he's slightly overrated. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I know. Um, so with the, with the Munkin thing, dude, like, it's not that I don't like it. I just, to me, that's not something that's going to, if I'm Force Lamar, Lamar to stay. Yeah. I'm Lamar. I'm just like, okay, cool. You, you, you know, I don't give a shit. I don't care. And anyone, now, I, 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 I will, I will say this. I think, I think hiring somebody like a B enemy or a Brian Johnson or um, I don't know, maybe like somebody that just feels like it would have suited Lamar's game better would definitely, at least like to us, to the, to the public, to the media, whatever, it would seem like a play that you would make if Lamar Jackson is your long-term quarterback. I completely understand where you're coming from there. But when you look at the system that Lamar ran in college versus what Munkin has been running at Georgia for the last couple of years, it's not that far off. You know what I mean? Like it's a pro style offense spread run, run game mixed with the pass game, relying on the run game, play action, throwing the ball, using the entire field. I, so that's kind of where I disagree with you in the sense that like, it doesn't move the needle for Lamar. Now I understand where you're coming from when you talk about his, his previous NFL experience. Um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, he was the Buccaneers offensive coordinator and pass game coordinator uh, 2016, 17, he was just the offensive coordinator in Tampa, 2018. Uh, he was the Browns offensive coordinator in 2019. And he's been obviously Georgia's OC since 2020. Um, I understand where you're coming from when, when you talk about like the, the success or lack thereof he's had at the NFL level. Um, but when you look at that though, like, I don't remember who the head coach of the bucks was when he was there. Um, I, it was before Bruce Arians. I know that. Um, but his quarterbacks were Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Jameis Winston had that one year where he threw for like 30 touchdowns or 35 touchdowns, whatever it was, and like 5,000 yards. But he also threw 30, 30 interceptions. And like he also matched that with interceptions. <laughs> right. And like that's not Munkin's fault. You know what I mean? Yeah, like regardless of what you're yeah. But but when you look at it, like Ryan Fitzpatrick also had career years in that offense. And like I love Ryan Fitzpatrick, don't get me wrong, but Ryan Fitzpatrick is not lighting the world on fire and nor never has been in his career. So I think that's something worth noting. And 
albeit he's Mike Evans and he's probably a surefire first ballot hall of famer, but he had three consecutive 1000 yard receiving seasons in Munkin's offense. Mm-hmm. And then Munkin goes to Cleveland. And I, I think that was when Freddie kitchen was still there and kitchen was calling yeah. the plays, but Munkin was the offensive coordinator. And I mean, Baker Mayfield had not one, but two thousand yard receivers in that offense and Odell and Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Again, Odell, very good. I think Odell could very well end up being a hall of famer, but Jarvis Landry, like, I don't, I don't, I don't think Jarvis Landry is like making anybody's, you know, top 10, top 20 list. And he had a, he had a 1100 yard receiving season. Surprised you know what I mean? Did because Julio Jones is in your top three. So that's, that's no, I said top five. Let's not, well, let's not be. Oh, you've changed it. No, <laughs> no, that don't even don't, don't do this to me right now. I've said top five of all. Wow. Time. He's still not top five, but okay. All right. Agree to disagree. No, but I, I do see your point. I just, I guess I'm just like, I don't care. About you're anything. Not, you're, yeah, you're not going to care about anything until Lamar is signed. That's just where you're at. And that's fine. Like, really, that's okay. I don't think I, and especially like, so if like, if we're talking today, even though I had some, maybe some concerns with the enemy up until the Super Bowl, then I watched the Super Bowl and I was like, yeah, he's really good. <laughs> if that's the, if that's the guy today, the, or like a Brian Johnson, is that his last name? Brian Johnson? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm at least thinking, okay, like, they're coming here thinking you Lamar's know, the quarterback. Lamar's the quarterback. And another thing is that they can give full con- I understand like you can't really give full confidence that Lamar's gonna be their quarterback, but like the fact that like the fact that, that was like like apparently Canales was like, I want nothing to do with it because of that. Like people were like kind of be like, Hey, you had no thanks. So Dude. so so pause. You think Canales really said like, yeah, no thanks. Apparently that there were there were candidates that were like, I'm not doing this job unless I know he's here. See, see yeah, that that I, I believe is reasonable. But when Canales, 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 whatever his last name is, when he takes Buc- yeah, when he takes the Buccaneers job and their only rostered quarterback is Kyle Trask. Yeah, like I yeah. you know, I don't know if I entirely buy that, but yeah, that that report. Yeah, did that did that come from Jeff Z or no? No, Jeff Z just re- responded to it. But yeah, somebody. No, I think there was a guy out of I think it was a guy out of Seattle made some sort of tweet that like reports with him were saying that like the Ravens gave like not just like a, we don't know it was almost like a he will not be the quarterback. See, that's not how I took it. Maybe I just misread it or misinterpreted it, but I've read it's it as publication because I'm reading everything as doomsday. So. <laughs> Yeah, my my interpretation of that report was that the Ravens quarter the Ravens coaches are like, look, we we fully intend on Lamar being here, but we don't know what the next few weeks are going to hold. I don't know. I mean, I'm just going off of what they're telling me, so it's hard to judge what's real and what's bullshit. But I have a hard time thinking that DeCosta and Harbaugh don't want Lamar to be their quarterback next year. Like I, I truly believe in a perfect world, he is their quarterback for the next five, six, seven years. You know what I mean? Like I don't then think you give him, then you give him what he wants. Yes, to an extent. You know, you can't. You, I, I fully believe that they want to pay him what he's worth. I just don't think they could. They want to give him a fully guaranteed deal. And I, honestly, honestly, What's I don't. I don't. I don't think they're wrong in thinking that, though. No, you know I, mean? I, I especially after this season with the injuries and right, exactly, and, and how he was playing before the injuries. 
I think the play had everything. I think it's why I am as frustrated as I am is that like the play, if that is it, if it's, if it's the injuries, okay. Like, and they're going to notch it up to that. They're going to say the injuries were concerned. Sure, sure. But like the play was not looking great, but like the, the injuries also came with the wear and tear he was getting was because of the offense he was in. And it was like, that offense that they were running was so high school, dude. It was so oh, elemental. With, without question. Joke. And it was like, I just, it's so frustrating to know that he's going to come and go through this franchise without them really putting a professional offense together. And that is unbelievably frustrating. Like, it yeah, is, I mean, we were, we were, we were basically running a glorified service Academy offense with him. And bro, it, the same, the, the same exact thing happened with Ovi actually for like the first, I mean, since until trots, he had these like interim head coaches, then head coaches that were just like, why? Like we knew this wasn't going to work. Then they hired trots and what happened? They wouldn't want to stand the cup. Then they let him leave. Doesn't make any <laughs> sense. But like, like for, 12 of Ovi's first 12 seasons, they had these like ex minor league coaches that were guys that were available that they didn't bring in for whatever reason. And like, they didn't bring in a right winger. And then they brought in TJ Oshie. Like they put in correct pieces and then you go get, you reap the benefits. Like you're seeing right. it with Jalen Hurts. You're seeing it with Josh Allen. You're seeing it with all these other quarterbacks. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, you saw it with, when you put a legitimate coach with him, it made a world of a difference. And it's just, I think to me, that's why I said to dad when I went over before the game, I was like, it's not necessarily the trading him or they're going to not extend him. It's that in the five years he was here, we never got to see what he could potentially fully be. I think we even just saw a glimpse of it in 2019 and he won a unanimous MVP. So it's like, it's just so frustrating. Like it's just, and he's such a good dude. Like he's a good dude. He's good for the city. Um, He's like giving it everything. And it's just, this is what we're going to give him. When I officially knew, and I know it's not officially he's gone, but when I officially knew it was done was the Cincy injury situation. When he like had the tweet when he tweeted and then Harbs was like, mm -hmm. and then after the season, they were super cool with him. It was like, okay, y'all are playing some politics on this. And that, nah. yeah, I hear you. Uh, but to go back, you, you made a point to just to go back about, you know, Munkin being hired and whatnot, like the, the offense, you're right. You're absolutely right. Like Lamar, Lamar, the, the accumulation of hits is most likely what led to him being injured the last two seasons. No, and, and and that's a byproduct of the offense. You know, we just, we no. weren't running the right offense. Now, Lamar Jackson, obviously like we've spoke so highly of him over the last, however long we've been doing this. He is incredibly talented. He is generationally talented and to not incorporate his running ability and what he can do with the ball in his hands and open space into your offense. That's just, that's irresponsible. Uh -huh. So I understand why Greg Roman wanted him to do that. The problem with Greg Roman's offense, well, one of the many problems with Greg one Roman's of offense, many. is that he was entirely too reliant on Lamar's super freak athletic ability. And that's kind of why I like the more and more I think about it, Munkin coming in because, I mean, obviously Stetson Bennett's nowhere near the athlete that Lamar Jackson is, but Stetson Bennett didn't run the ball a ton. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even yeah. know if Stetson Bennett had any design runs. And again, he's not the same athlete, nowhere near the same athlete that Lamar Jackson is. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, I'm sure Munkin is good enough as a coordinator, as a play designer, and just flat out smart enough as a football person to figure out how to incorporate Lamar Jackson in that. But I really don't see Lamar being Lamar's run game 
being like a pillar of Todd Munkin's offense here. I think a lot of it is going to have to do with JK, with Gus, with the offensive line and the way that our offensive line can pull and scheme and be dynamic. And then you kind of sprinkle in Lamar's running ability on top of that, but you do it in a way where he's not taking as nearly as many hits as he has been over the last two seasons, which is why like, I'm, I don't know. I, I think Munkin is a, the more I think about it, I'd like the higher and, Obviously, like I said, he he wouldn't have been my first choice, but I don't think he's necessarily a bad choice. And I think he has the potential to do a lot of good stuff with this offense. But caveat, I don't think any coordinator is doing a ton of good stuff with this team if Lamar Jackson's not the quarterback. I'll That's just say okay. that flat out. If if Lamar comes back, I'm I'm cool with it because I've said this before. I think anybody will be better than what we had. And I even kind of said a couple weeks ago that, like, I hope they bring in someone. I would want them to bring in someone that doesn't look for a head coaching job after one big season. So that was, like, my biggest thing with the enemy. It was, like, it's very clear after he has Which a huge I, Yeah, if, if enemy were to come here and had one great season, we go to an AFC championship, he's getting hired. He's like, getting hired right away. So, like, yes. I, I'm cool with it. But if he's not the quarterback, it doesn't it does nothing. because who So, so you're either saying we're going to have to play with Hunt we're going to have to go get a free agent, Derek Carr, uh, or trade or draft someone. Like, and the draft class this year, I don't love the quarterback class. Like, I, I, I said it to you a couple of weeks ago. Like, I think outside of the first round, I think maybe Hendon Hooker is going to be talented in the NFL just because of his size and his physical ability. Um, but I think the, as far as quarterback goes in this draft, it's wildly top heavy. Like, I think, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, and I don't think I'm, you know, shattering any news here or anything like that. But I think CJ Stroud's the best quarterback in the draft class. I think Bryce, though, like, like I think Bryce young has a ton of talent. I just don't know how it's going to translate to the NFL. Just, I I don't see those guys being great. I'm also, I'm also not, uh, I'm not at all a believer in Will Levis. I think all of this hype that he's getting is bullshit. Like he went seven and six at Kentucky last year. No, thank you. Yeah, it does nothing. Does nothing. And I, I, I know, I know he's your guy, but I'm not in on Anthony Richardson either. And he just has a freaking cannon, dude. <laughs> dude, now look, he's got great arm talent. I just, I don't, I don't see him having a ton of success in the NFL. At least not for a while. I think if you draft a team that's going to draft him, is looking at like three to five years down the road. No, mm, it's. Eh, I don't know about that. That's that's the rookie contracts done. <laughs> Right. That's what I mean. Like the back end of his, I think the first two, he's a guy kind of like Jordan Love. You need him to sit behind somebody or like learn for a couple of years. And then year three, year four is when he starts to show you why you drafted him. Yeah. Which is just not where the Ravens are right now. No, no. So, so, so you're looking at either you're going to have to trade Lamar to the top part of the draft and jump up and get, which like in and of itself would be exciting in the sense that you're like, oh, all right, cool. We're going to go get a top three pick. Okay, cool. But like it's not Lamar, it's not, and and right. like and we know what Lamar is. We don't know what these guys are. Like hundred so percent. Or you go out and you get Derek Carr, who's another NFL quarterback free agent this year. Uh, Derek Carr, Jimmy G, Baker Mayfield. Uh, I'm just rattling off names off the top of my head that I know are free agents. You know what's so much more frustrating is that this happened in a year where the draft class sucks, the free agency sucks, like everything sucks, and it's just like. Y'all couldn't be worse. It couldn't be a worse time than no, not have a quarterback. Literally the worst, and that, I think that's also why I'm so frustrated is that they played this so poorly, and that now Joe Burrow is going to go get 
paid. And then Herbert's going to get paid. Jalen Hurts and, is going to get and paid. Deserves more money than Herbert. I don't know about Hurst because Hurst has been to a Super Bowl. I think that that's just a to me. If you get to the Super Bowl, like, and you play the way, like, it's one thing with Jimmy G, but like Hurts was the reason, like, they got to the Hurts carried that team. Yeah, carried that team in that game, and somehow they still lost. Um, yeah, dude, it's just. So just a sidebar real quick. I had somebody ask me this question a few weeks ago, and it's really bothered me since. If you're starting a team right now, all, all things equal, if you're starting a football team right now, do you want Lamar Jackson? Or, bias aside, do you want Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts as your quarterback? Who do you think is better for a team right now? And they're not in like they're, they're like there. It's like it's just them straight up, and yeah. then you build a roster from there. Yeah. Man, this is tough. <laughs> This is actually hard. Yeah, right? I think I'm going Jalen, dude. Are you really? Yeah. Dude, Jalen's re- J- Jalen made a massive step. Ah. With AJ Brown, though. That's what I know. That's what I mean. It's tough. I, I don't see my that. my answer, my answer, my answer is Lamar solely for the reason that I think he's shown you that he could do more with less. He can do more with less. Yeah, I think that that's whereas good- I, I think Jalen is a better like passer. I think he's the better thrower of the football. But I think Lamar is good enough as a passer, and I think he's a better runner to where, like I said, I think he's, he's shown you that he can do more That's with less. Fair. Yeah, you I'll know? go with Lamar just because of, you're right. I think he's shown that he can do more with less. I don't think it's necessarily fair to say Jalen showed he was not good because, like, A.J. was the reason. It's like he also – No, it, I mean, he's still got to make the throws and make the plays and all, but yeah, it's so, definitely easier when it's A.J. Brown and not Willie Sneed, <laughs> you know? And Seth Roberts. And Seth – no, we don't say his name on this program. He's dead to me. I literally look like the ScarJo meme. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you do. Um, all right. A- another thing I wanted to bring up real quick, and not that I wanted to bring it up, but I feel like we have to bring it up. Yeah. Um, so the the Jeff the Jeff's Rebic uh, tweet thread that I shared with you guys on Twitter. I can't remember if I retweeted. I think I did, but if not, I will. Um, so somebody asked him about like the holdup with Lamar's contract, which is obviously what everybody in Baltimore wants to know about now. Um, And Jeff's response was this. They've been more than willing to make him second or third highest paid player in NFL and give him most up front. He's entitled to say no, but we're going to have to agree to disagree about that being respectful, disrespectful. And the tweet to Jeff that he was responding to was about, you know, the Ravens being disrespectful to Lamar and not paying him, blah, 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 blah. So that, that, that was Jeff's response. And then somebody else asked him, like what if that's the case, like if they're willing to make him the second or third highest payer and paid player in the league, why hasn't a deal been done yet? And Jeff's response was fully guaranteed. They haven't been willing to do that. So I don't think that's a maybe it's a shock. It's no, it, it surprised me a little bit. It's not to you. No, I mean, that, everyone knows that, that like if, if if it wasn't a fully guaranteed thing, then like it would be done. Yeah, it's very obvious that that's what this is about. And I think I was just surprised by it when I saw Jeff's tweet, because I can't remember if I said it on the show. I think I did. But if I didn't last year, I was 100 percent in like give him a fully guaranteed deal. Like he's better than Deshaun. This is where this is where quarterback contracts are probably going to end up going anyway. Like just fucking do it. Like if anything, I know Bashadi was all we don't want to set a precedent and blah, 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 blah. One, Cleveland already set the precedent like this is like they just did it. It's already set. But yeah. And two, like, wouldn't you want to be the guy that, like, not only pays Lamar Jackson the player, but Lamar Jackson the person? 
Yep. Like, wouldn't you want to be that guy? My whole standpoint was last year, last off season was just give it to him. He, he deserves it. He's better than Deshaun. Like it's just, it's his time. He's the next man up. He's going to get paid. That's just what happens. Um, but the, like you said earlier, the way that this season went, he wasn't playing very like incredibly by any means before he got hurt. And then no. he got hurt. It's the second year where he missed games in December and January. So that's kind of why I was like thinking, okay, it'll get done because he doesn't want, like he, he doesn't have the grounds to stand on when it comes to a fully guaranteed offer. Um, but I mean, if, if what Jeff's saying is true and that's the holdup and he's still staunch on that, I'm sure he's not the only one. I'm sure he's still got the PA lawyers telling him that's, that's a justified ask. Um, it just, my standpoint now is if that's truly the case, if he truly is holding on to a fully guaranteed contract, you got to trade him and get something for him. Cause it's, it's just never going to happen in Baltimore. We're just never going to give it to him. Dude, I know it's it. I, like, I hate being a fan of teams that like we can't just do that. Like, yeah, it sucks. Here's a here's a question. Would you? I don't know. Like, as I'm saying this, it might sound dumb. Would you rather be a team that gives a team prematurely a fully guaranteed contract and it sucks and it's awful, or you're the team that? At the front, it looks like it wasn't shouldn't like what the Ravens are in now, and then Lamar goes and dominates elsewhere. That's so tough because I mean, like you think of of Belichick's method in New England, right? Like you'd rather get rid of a guy one year too early than one year too late. Yeah, and obviously, like if you give if you were and not just Lamar, any any player, like you give any, any quarterback five years, two hundred thirty million, fully guaranteed, and he doesn't live up to it your franchise is tanked for the next eight years. You know what I mean? Like until you get out from the ramifications of that contract, how long could it, how long could this potentially take if Okay. Okay. Just real quick. Let's go into La La land here. So say the, or the Ravens trade up to, to the Panthers or the, um, not the Panthers. I'm sorry. The, uh, the, the Falcons and they go up and get CJ or Bryce. Right. And they suck. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, that's a really good point. When you put it like that, man, and as as you were saying, I was kind of thinking of it this way. I think I'd rather give him the contract and just have it suck because you know, it, you know what you're getting with Lamar. And my my thing, too, with Lamar is like, I'll take him up against anybody. What yes. regardless of regardless of who else is on the field, like Lamar Jackson gives you the best chance to win against any team in the NFL. And like you said, he's proven to be able to win in the NFL. Yeah. With, I mean, I'm, CJ, I think he's great. Bryce could be really good. Like, but none of those guys have ever taken an NFL snap before. So you truly don't know. With Lamar, I mean, you've seen him do it. You've seen him win an MVP with Willie Sneed and rookie Hollywood Brown. And you know what I mean? Like, he's done it. So I'd rather just say, fuck it. You know, we're, we're going to roll the dice with the guy that we got versus rolling the dice with somebody else, an unknown. And if it turns out to bite you in the ass, then it bites you in the ass. But at least you went for it. You know what I mean? You, you did it with the guy that got you here. So, yeah, that's my answer. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather give the deal to Lamar and have it shoot us in the face. At least, but, at least you tried. At least you right. like at least right. it, there's there, the pain that's going to be felt on Sundays next fall when we watch him. Just dominate is just going to hurt. It's going to hurt so bad. And I hope that, that, that hurts just thinking about it. They're sweet and they have red zone on. If Scott Hansen calls them out and then Lacey goes and blocks that channel for her kids for censorship. Soft. 
S A W F T soft. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna suck, man. I unfortunately don't see an end in sight. Um, I have a feeling it's I gonna get. It, uh, no, I think it's. Just, I think this is ending sooner than. I think it's ending within the month. Dude, I hope you're right, man, because I can't take I much more of this. I think by the time we get the draft night, he's either extended or he's gone. Like they cannot keep pushing this along because the longer you go to the, you can't go this season with him on the tag. You can't. No, absolutely not. So I, it has to be like, you can't go into the summer with it. You can't. Honestly, man, I, like I said, I hope you're right. I'm so tired of hearing about it. I'm so tired of talking about it. I'm so tired of like trying to defend what's going on. I'm just, I'm at my wits end and I can only imagine how the people that are actually dealing with it feel. Um, no, I don't feel sorry for them. Get it no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm not just talking about the cost. I'm talking about like Lamar too. Like I'm sure he's tired of it too. Um, I just, I, I frankly, I don't see an end in sight. I don't think he's going to get traded. Um, I, I think they're going to slap the tag on him. I think they're going to, they're going to whether call it hubris, call it ignorance, call it whatever you want to call it. I think they believe they can somehow finagle a deal and find a way to make both sides agree. Um, I just don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to end up trading him. I think if they were to trade him, it would take as much compensation, if not more that Denver gave up for Russ, which was two firsts, two seconds. And I think three NFL players. Um, so I don't see any team giving that up unless they're prepared to offer Lamar a fully guaranteed deal, which I don't know how many teams there are in the NFL that are in that position. So I don't know, man. I don't think, I don't think he's going to get traded. I think he's going to have to go through the year on the tag, uh, whether he holds out, whether he actually plays. I just, I don't see this ending. Well, I'll just say that. And I don't see it ending soon. If it doesn't end soon, like, <laughs> I'm letting you know right now, though, if it gets to Orioles opening day and we get through March, or I'm sorry, we get through April and he's not traded and there's no extension, he's on the tag. I won't, I will not engage in the Lamar discussion. I won't. No, no, no. I'm frankly, after free agency ends, well, not ends, but yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the draft, after the draft, I'm done yep. talking about it. Unless, unless there is significant movement that garners a conversation, mm-hmm. unless he's extended, unless he's traded, unless he's declared that he's going to hold out, unless any of those three things happen, I'm not talking about it. It's just, it's exhausting. It's fucking exhausting, dude. When I'm I was exhausted. Today, just... When I was, I was working out and I saw the picture of him in the Falcons uniform, it was like fantasy, whatever. I don't even know what that meant. I that literally, was, that was such a dumb report. My heart dropped. Like I was like, <gasps> And I was like, oh my God. Well, especially I mean, because done with it. Especially because ESPN's fantasy Twitter tweeted it. I know. And it was a really good looking Photoshop. I was like, oh yeah, no. Yeah, it was a professional Photoshop. But the yeah. fuck the tweet literally said fantasy managers want Lamar in Atlanta. I was like, I know I saw fantasy managers. What are we doing? And like, here? Like, Whoa. And then I was like, oh, okay. Phew. Yeah, I'm exhausted with it, man. And unfortunately, we have another three weeks until free agency starts and then four weeks until the draft. And I'm, I'm miserable already. Me too, man. Uh, all right. That's really it. I had when it came, when it came to the Ravens this week, not a ton of stuff other than Lamar and Todd Munkin being signed. Uh, did we miss anything? That was really all that happened this past week outside of the Super Bowl, the, right? The, the, the queen saga, but I don't think there's anything with that. I think that's just him throwing a temper tantrum on social media and like trying to 
I'm just so I, I said this too on Twitter. I'm tired of these like pro athletes trying to like make their tweets cryptic and like the yeah, it's childish. Cryptic. It's so obnoxious. It's like it's incredibly childish. And, and you made a good point about JK last night when we were talking about it. Like, yeah, JK was like he was liking tweets and stuff, but at least he came out and said, like, no, feed me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm mad mm-hmm. I didn't get the ball. That's I hate that you're doing it on Twitter, but good for you for actually like saying it with your chest. Whereas Patrick Queen yeah. wiping all like, the Raven stuff from his social media, like, like eyeball things to sting. Let me like, bro, shut the. F- I'm just so yeah, like stuff. like yeah, sure, man. If you want to go play in Houston, where they they you know have the number two overall pick this year, yeah, have fun. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I don't think it's anything. Now I will say Hollywood did the same thing last year, and he is no longer on the team. But oh, I don't think Queen's coming back. But I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we need to like really discussing it and look frankly i like patrick queen i would like him to be here i think he played great when roquan got here but i mean right we just gave roquan 60 million dollars guaranteed 100 million dollars total over five years so writing was always on the wall for patrick queen um and i think i think roquan's good enough to where he's gonna make anybody next to him good so and and inside linebacker is typically a position we draft well so who knows maybe we'll get a guy in the third round or whatever and he'll turn out to be decent and that'll be that yeah. All right. That was uh, that was all I had on the Ravens. Did you have anything regarding football that we needed to talk about? I mean, obviously, Super Bowl was the dominating story this week. No, no, it was a good season. It was a good season. Um, what else? Pitchers and catchers reported the other day. Baseball's right around the corner. World Baseball Classic in like three weeks, dude. World Baseball Classic starts the week that I go to Orlando. Um, I am so fired up for that. Um, I don't think anyone beating is beating Dominican Republic, but I said that four years ago, five years ago, whenever it was, and the U.S. beat them. So who knows? That's going to be a super fun tournament to watch. The some of the stadiums that they're playing, that stadium in Mexico that they're playing in. Oh my goodness, that looks! I I got I got aroused when I saw the picture. Of yeah. it. it looks insane. Looks awesome. Uh, what else? You said Caps are losing right now. Are the Caps like kind of fizzling out, or or what's well, going on? Well, he's out. Carlson's hurt. Wilson's hurt. Rest in peace, Mr. Ovechkin. I mean, it's just... It's, yeah, RIP, Mr. Ovechkin. That, that sucked. It's... Yeah, it might be curtains on the team. It might It might be. No longer that's, a cap here. I'll remove that's, it. That's disappointing. Yeah. Um, And then golf. We got golf being played. Tiger's playing golf, dude. One of my favorite tournaments of the year is this week. I mm-hmm. love the Genesis. The, oh, Gen- the Genesis. Riviera is just such a beautiful course. Such a cool course. Yeah. So challenging. It's like the West... It reminds me a little bit of like a West Coast Beth Page. That's actually like really accurate. Yeah. Yeah. All that today. And I was like, that's the West Coast Beth page. Wow. Yeah. That's a great analogy. Tiger looked good though today, dude. Hey man, he finished, he finished, uh, what was it? Like the last like six holes or something on the back. He, he kind of caught fire a little bit and finished two yeah. under par. It's mm-hmm. a big deal. Mm-hmm. He's five, five back of the leader. He looked comfortable today. Yeah, a little which, he looked a little uncomfortable, but when you've, which doesn't doesn't he typically like Riviera? Like this is a course where he typically enjoys no. playing. Well, oh, I think no. he enjoys playing, but he hasn't had much success. Right, right. I know. I meant like he feels comfortable here. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. Um, I think he like hosts the tournament. If I'm being honest, I think he's like one of the bigger. Like, you know what? You might be right. I think I think he's like a big um, ambassador. Yeah, some sort of that tournament. I think. I think. Hmm. But home is playing great, dude. He is he, he's leading, I, right? 
I think by the end of this season, maybe into next, he might at one point hold the world number one ranking at one point. I think. I think it's certainly possible. And that like would be he, so cool. Just knowing yeah, his story, dude, and like like letting him before he's really gotten like big. Like he was really like three years ago, COVID summer or the season after COVID, he was really kind of like a no name, like kind of maybe would jump in every once in a while. But like this season, he's been everywhere on the leaderboard. He's been awesome. Yeah, he's awesome, man. He's super fun to watch. He plays plays the game really well. Um, I, uh, I I don't know if you had a chance to like start it. I started watching uh, Full Swing the other day. I'm watching, I'm watching it this weekend. I'm very- I, I only I only got like 20 minutes into the first episode. The first episode is just all about JT and and uh, Jordan Spieth and their relationship, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I'm ex- I'm super excited to watch that and kind of like see how they followed the dudes when the whole live thing went down. Did you see the, uh, did you see the video today of speed? And oh, no, I'm sorry, Rory, JT and tiger cutting it up on the fourth hole. Did you see that? No, thing? no, I did not. So there was apparently there was like a sponsor thing that they were doing on that T box and like sponsors were T shotting. It was like a commercial break too, but there was a video when they cut back from break where JT and tiger were sitting on a cooler and Rory kind of came in and started like whispering stuff. And they like started like like JT was like it was almost like a mockingly laugh. And Rory walked away and said something, and then they started laughing even harder. And someone tweeted that it was about Kepka because there is reports that apparently Kepka has like regret that he went to live. Oh, that I did see. And so apparently <laughs> it was like about that, about the, the second episode, because it kind of dives in with Brooks. Gotcha. And, and God, dude, it's just, I just, I love watching Brooks Kepka look like an idiot. It's just beautiful because he's such a jackass. See, I, I love Brooks, but yeah, he, he has a tendency to write checks. His ass can't cash. Yeah. And yeah. this whole live, this whole live thing is just the epitome of that. Like he jumped in for the money, which I'm never good. I am never going to get paid, bro. But then it's like, yo dog, I don't, you still have to play golf, dude. And you still have to be good. And he sucks ass. And it's like, like you're playing in tournaments. And he's also someone that like, I think he elevates himself during big moments. It's like, you're playing in a league that there's no, right. There's no big tournaments. tournaments. Right. Yeah. There might be purse wise, but like, that's not, that's not what he, I mean, he cares about that, but like he wants to go into majors and it's it's just nice. It's nice. (laughs) Rick Kepka is a fucking jackass and I love it. Uh, that's about it, man. I don't know what else is going on in sports other than that. I mean, uh, college basketball is heating up. Terps got a big win tonight against oh, Purdue. Huge win tonight. Huge win. Um, that had, that had signature, um, shoot, I'm drawing a blank. What's his last name? New head coach? Kevin Willard. I had signature Willard, like, win written all over it. I hope this like kind of propels them so they can make a run to get into the tournament. They've been, but play, they've been playing good basketball the last month or so. Playing good hoops. Um, I mentioned it on the pod a few weeks ago. Uh, as we get closer to like conference tournaments and and the actual NCAA oh. tournament, I'm gonna start. I, I love to bet on college basketball, as I mentioned. So I'm gonna start putting out my plays on Twitter. I'll have the intern post them or retweet them or whatever. Um, but yeah, man, great time to be a college basketball fan. T- shit's heating up. This season has been wildly unpredictable, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Tough to bet on, but fun to watch. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have some more college basketball talk maybe coming down the pipe. But, uh, yeah, other than that, man, not a ton else going on in the sports world. I think we kind of covered everything. Um, so let's go ahead and wrap this up and get out of here. Scoot, give me your shout-outs for this week. 
I got one, dude. It is Sean, what's his, Evans, the Hot Ones interviewer guy. Yeah, I love him. He's the best, dude. He put out an interview today with Austin Butler that I think it's really cool because I've imagined doing interviews for like the Oscars and press tours and like, it would just be awful. Like it just sounds like a miserable experience. Doing the media circuit. Austin Butler one was like the, was one of, of many that I've watched him do where he asks questions and the person that he is interviewing kind of stops and is like, bro, you are asking awesome questions because they're not the typical. So what did you do to get ready for this role? It was like personal about like his childhood and about things that like he has said in interviews that like no one pays attention to. And those interviews are so cool. Austin Butler was awesome during it. Like super laid back and chill. Like I've kind of always thought Austin Butler is maybe a little bit of like a prick, but like in that interview, he seems super chill and like super cool. Um, so yeah, dude, he's his interview. It's him. And I've said this millions of times. Shane, uh, Zane from Apple music. They do the two best interviews of their crafts and they're so good. It's like us like interviewers just take notes and just watch those guys. Cause they get so like into it. Like Austin Butler had to take like a swig of like almond milk and like, like Shane just did it or uh, Sean did it. And he was like, oh, why are you doing it? He says, I'm just here with you, dude. And it was like, that's so nice. Like, that's just such a nice <laughs> thing to do. I've I've been watching Hot Ones the last couple of days just because I've been, like, bored and there's, I have it on in the background so and I listen to it. He he did one with Anna Kendrick recently. That was a great mm-hmm. interview. I watched mm-hmm. one with, like, Margot Robbie from a few years ago. Yep. Um, he did a really good one with, like, Justin Timberlake from a few years ago. Like, that show is awesome. But, yeah, Sean Evans just as an interviewer is incredible. If you, if you have time, one of my favorites he did, and it's not a surprise, he did Tom Holland. And Tom, I, yes, I, yeah, I've, I watched it. Yeah, it was much as bad of a British dude you would imagine. He had like an awful reaction to the hot sauce. Tom Holland also strikes me as like that, like stereotypical, like 10 year old palate. Like he's a super picky eater. Like we'll yeah. go to a nice steakhouse and order chicken nuggets like that. Tom <laughs> Holland gives me that vibe. Yeah. So he does a great job, dude. I love him. I think he's super cool. Um, shout out to him. He has he has a dream job, dude. He does. Shout out Sean Evans. Um, yeah, it's funny you mentioned Zane Lowe uh, because my shout out this week is uh, Fred again. He's a DJ. He's like up and coming, sprinting to the top as far as like house DJs go and house music. Um, he released a song. I don't know when somewhat recently, I guess it's called uh, Pull Me Out of This. It's like my favorite. Get your head out of the gutter. It's like one of my favorite songs of all time. Like it's my favorite song right now. I've listened to it maybe 50 times. That's the last... one you and Shmi were quoting today. No, that was a different one. Completely different vibe. Uh, I posted a video on on my Instagram story yesterday of uh, Skrillex and Fred and some other DJ playing it live at some concert. Uh And just vibes are incredible. Great song. If you haven't listened to it, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. It's called Pull Me Out of This by Fred again. Um, But Fred again, he, he did an interview with Zane Lowe. It was like an hour and a half long interview where he talked about like his creative process and like how he goes about making music. And he includes a lot of like really raw samples and like realistic organic sounds and shit in his music. And I mean, he's just a genius, but yeah, Zane Lowe got a great interview out of him. He was very vulnerable, very open. Um, And I mean, I'm slowly becoming a big fan of his music too, which is cool. Um, But yeah, shout out Fred again, mainly for the song, pull me out of this. Dude, Zane Lowe does an awesome interview. he's, He's awesome. Like, awesome. again, like super chill. Seems like you, uh, it seems like he's a guy I, that you could chill and have a beer with. 
yeah, like he seems like someone that if he came over to my house and set up the camera in the corner, he and I like he could interview me about my life and it would make me seem like he cares so much about you. Like he's just yes. so he's so yes. into it. He does such a good job. Such a good job. Yeah. Sure. I do have one more shout out. I have one more. Okay, go ahead. It is our friend group. I think we have the coolest friend group in the world. <laughs> I think it's so cool that we can genuinely hate one another one day. Like genuinely. Like there are days where like I want to murder. I made a tweet today. I wanted to punch George. Just Yeah, you literally to. tweeted that you needed to punch him. Just, just need to. But I love you all to death. And I genuinely think that that is so cool that we can like disagree about a lot of different things. And we could all just be like, yeah. You're an idiot. I love you. And just get over it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think a well lot said. of people, I think a lot of people think they have what we have in our friendship with, with but each don't. other. Like, but like, don't. Yeah. Like, no, our, our, our friend group is very unique in all, in all the best and worst ways. Uh, more so the worst, but it's, it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for beautiful. sure. Definitely. Well said, Scoot. Well yeah. said. Uh, well, Good episode. Good week. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, If you haven't followed us on socials, I don't know why not, but go do so. Uh, At the WavePod SD on Twitter and Instagram. The intern kind of been slacking the last couple of days, but they they, they, they try to do a decent job. They took a a little hiatus after the uh, Super Bowl. They deserve it. We've had like 12 this year, so. We have. Our our employee turnover has been great. In fact, hire this one. He hasn't been tweeting enough, so hire this one. Hire a new one. All right, so make that 13. Um, but yeah, go follow us on the socials. Go follow our, our personal uh, socials as well. Um, a lot of different content that we're going to be able to sink our teeth into now that football's over. Uh, obviously, we're going to be covering baseball. We're going to talk some golf and other shit. Uh, but we're going to be doing some stuff outside of sports as well because we're guys who, you know, as much as we are sports meatheads, we like other shit. Uh, so we're going to be talking about some other shit. We do. We do. Uh, but until then, have a great weekend, everybody. Be safe. Uh, enjoy a couple drinks on us. Enjoy the weather. It's supposed to be pretty nice this weekend, I think. Uh, I don't think so. Never mind. Don't enjoy the weather then. Especially <laughs> <laughs> like chilly. <laughs> oh, fuck. Don't enjoy the weather then. Stay inside. Uh, <laughs> Scott, send us out. Stay hydrated, babes. Keep going.
I'm into you, I can't hide From the truth, drop my eye For me 